Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. You can get in touch with me about anything at all on WhatsApp and text 086 1800 658. Here's Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany kicking us off this Thursday morning. How are you doing? Sinead Brazel here with you till 1. 086 1800 658 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. If you have a birthday shout out or a request or anything at all, I love to hear from you. Sad news this morning reaching us with the death of Raymond Coyle and I remember meeting him, I think it must have been must have been when I was working with Jerry Kelly on late lunch and such a lovely, lovely man. I think Mr. Tate was in with him at the time as well. There was some big uh, hullabaloo with him anyway when he came in. I know Tato, Mr. Tato was there and uh, Raymond Coyle was there with him as well and it must have been it must have been maybe around this, the time of Tato Park or something starting up but um, look Lovely, lovely man and sad to hear about his passing today. I mean, when you think of how he started off and the great business mind and, you know, head for business that he had, you know, started off very small, just growing potatoes and vegetables um, initially and then how he ended up, you know, owning the Tato brand, setting up Largo Foods and then, you know, getting the, the, the park, the theme park in Ashburn. I mean, really and truly, what a man and his legacy will live on. So thinking of his family and everybody who knew him today, very sad news reaching us this morning about this. Um, I want to mention as well, we just got a, a notice in here for a very important group just to let people know the Loud East uh, Mead Family Carers and Support Group are going to have an information day that's happening tomorrow with leading speakers and support organisations it's happening in the Barbican Centre in Drogheda tomorrow from 1 to 4.30 and entry is free there so it's the Loud East Mead Family Carers Support Group information day so lots of advice and information there with leading speakers and support from 1 to 4.30 in the Barbican Centre in Drogheda Lots to get through on the programme today. We're going to be chatting with Isabel San Roma. It's always a lovely chat chat, chatting to Isabel, but she is back. She's back on a mission again and she is exhibiting art. And this is a very, very special art exhibition because this work dates back to 1996 
And when Isabel first visited uh, Chernobyl and uh, she visited children there in a school and the kids were asked to basically depict their feelings of the Chernobyl disaster in paintings. And this is what she's going to be actually exhibiting tomorrow in Drogheda. So we're going to be hearing from her very, very shortly. As it's Thursday, we don't know what to be watching on television, do we? Well, I have some great recommendations for television as well. That's all coming your way very, very soon. Bruno Mars, when I was your man on LMFM's 11 to 1. It's time for a competition, I think. Yes, the Dundalk Agricultural Show is back and it's happening this Sunday, June 12th at Belergan Park in Dundalk. I remember going to it before COVID. It's a brilliant day out. It's packed full of activity covering everything from agriculture, glamorous granny, best dressed, Bonnie Baby, entertainment, arts, crafts, farming and animals and food and trade stands. Lots of free entertainment, free children's zone. It's not only about farming, there's so much more. Under 16s and car parking is free. What more would you want from a day out on a Sunday? We have a pair of tickets up for grabs today. Going to keep it really simple. Okay, really simple. All you have to do is name an animal that you'd find on the farm to 086-1800-658 if you'd like to go along to that I promise you it's a great day out I've gone before loads to do for the kids lots of free stuff great entertainment it's a brilliant day it's happening in Belergan Park in Dundalk would you like to go name a farm animal that's all you have to do 086-1800-658 and we pick a winner for those towards the end of the show now we had Kurt Cobain's guitar that he wrote Teen Spirit on go up for sale for over 4.5 million but forget that a piece of grass I kid you not from Liam Gallagher's concert is on eBay I'm going to give you that story after these 11 to 1 Kurt Cobain's guitar that he wrote Teen Spirit on going for sale for 4.5 million. That I can believe. But a piece of grass <laughs> that's doing the rounds now on eBay is... Oh, listen. I thought I heard it all. A piece of grass from Liam Gallagher's Nebworth concert at the weekend is going for €7,500 on eBay. You'd want to see this piece of grass. It's the most pitiful few strands of grass that could have been gotten from anywhere. Okay, but anyway, the Oasis frontman performed two concerts on Friday and Saturday last weekend. Uh, Within hours of the gig ending, a piece of grass from the festival site was listed for auction on eBay. Simply titled Grass from Liam Gallagher at Nepworth 2022. The item is being sold by a guy, oh God only knows what this username is, D-W-A-D-A-V, I don't know how to say this. But anyway, a crazy name and had a starting price of a fiver. Okay, fair enough. He wasn't expecting too much uh, when it was first listed on Sunday, but the bidding has gone bananas for this. Okay, start off with a £5 note. It now jumped up to 5200 and it's now currently sitting at €7,900. I mean, what sort of lunatic would you have to be to pay that money for a bit of grass that happened to be at the patch where he played. Like, it's not as if Liam Gallagher actually trod on said grass, you know? But it started me thinking about things that people would buy that uh, had celebrity attachments to them. So back when Britney was the biggest thing in pop since Madonna, fans were willing to pay serious money for anything she'd be in contact with. That includes a piece of, wait for it, her used chewing gum that was listed on eBay in 2004. Craziness. Apparently, the, the gum was retrieved outside the hotel that she was staying in in London at the time. I mean, seriously. As well as that, her used 
pregnancy test was also put, not the recent, not recently now, this is going back, uh, was also picked up as well. Uh, so somebody obviously went rummaging through the bins in the hotel. That's wrong on many levels. Um, also on the gross kind of stuff, uh, apparently Scarlett Johansson and her mucus went uh, for sale. She um, blew into a tissue on The Tonight Show with Jay Lennon in 2008 and she attracted more than 80 bids at a silent auction. It was sold for over five grand. Now, you know, she used the funds to go to a hunger charity called USA Harvest. But still, somebody actually bought that. Crazy celebrity things. A piece of grass. 7,500 euro on eBay. I thought I'd heard it all. Wondering though, do you have any celebrity type memorabilia it doesn't have to be gross stuff like tissues you know from Scarlett Johansson you know or even better what celebrity sort of thing would you love to spend a load of money on that's another one 086 658 I suppose like now not a tissue you know but like if there was something cool that like Ryan Reynolds or Keanu Reeves touched that'd be kind of cool do you know that I'd buy not a tissue now mind you <laughs> but wondering what you would love from a celebrity or have you got any celebrity memorabilia 086 658 there's George Ezra anyone for you we're talking about strange celebrity memorabilia on 086 658 because a patch of grass from Liam Keller's concert is up for auction at 7,500 euro June's been on she says she doesn't have anything but she says I'm a crazy Elvis fan I'd love anything of his well apparently in 2012 the King's Bible sold at auction for 94,000 dollars in Manchester England at the time however June maybe you'd <laughs> Maybe you'd be up for this. His unwashed underpants didn't have the same appeal. Uh, they went up uh, as a reserve price of 11000 um, but the bidding only reached 8000 apparently at the time. So there you go. Uh, somebody else saying, Sinead, I got a plec that Slash from Guns N' Roses threw into the crowd. I wouldn't part with it though. That's pretty cool. That's a cool piece of celebrity memorabilia. I'm always like, I remember I, I was at a Coldplay gig. Now this is way back when it was the point was the point. And... Um, I was near the top and uh, Chris had thrown the harmonica into like the, the front couple of rows and a girl beside me got it. I mean, literally this close to getting something as cool as that. Have you any celebrity memorabilia? Would you like some? What's your favourite celebrity that you'd love to have a bit of memorabilia from? 86 658 there's Ham Sandwich, Illuminate on LMFM's 11 to 1. You're illuminating me with your celebrity stories. We'll get back to them. Do you keep them coming in on 086 1800 658. Now, a really important art exhibition is opening tomorrow and I'm going to be chatting to Isabel San Roma all about this. She has been a long-time supporter of Chernobyl children since the 90s, since she visited uh, the um, area there in Belarus after the disaster, the Chernobyl disaster um, but the children that she visited in 1996 were given a task by their teacher to create some artwork um, kind of encapsulating their, their feelings about what had happened uh, in the 1986 disaster so we're going to be chatting to Isabel all about this exhibition just after these 11 to 1 
On April 26th in 1986, reactor unit four of the Chernobyl Atomic Energy Station exploded, causing history's worst nuclear disaster, sending a huge radiation cloud across Belarus, Ukraine and Europe. And during a humanitarian visit in September 1996, Drogheda woman Isabel San Roma visited a primary school near Chernobyl where children had been resettled from the exclusion zone. Teachers had asked their students to create works of art and illustrate through the art how the explosion affected them. And these beautiful and moving arts that they uh, produced were gifted to Isabel and now she's going to put this work on display in the Methodist Church in Drogheda tomorrow. Isabel San Roma joins me on the line now. How are you doing, Isabel? Oh, fine. Thank you, Sinead. Yes, fine. This is such a lovely idea. I mean, pictures that were drawn back in 1996, still obviously resonating so much today. Tell us about this visit, first of all, to to Chernobyl, because you met the children who worked on these uh, works of art. Absolutely. It was just a normal visit. You know, we'd give aid into the schools or the orphanages or whatever. We'd do a tour around and that would have brought us into the Ukraine as well, into the exclusion zone. And of course, I would always, you know, when we give a speech, I would always say about Sellafield that we live right across from Sellafield. And I dread to think what would happen if we had to move from our homes, if there was an accident at Sellafield. And that kind of led to the teachers asking the children to do some, and it's it's watercolour paintings that they did and it's the before and after the majority of the paintings are how they lived before like there's one with the little children playing in the snow Mm. and then the next one is the snow melting after the uh, accident Mm. at Chernobyl so yeah it's really very poignant and it brings back a lot of sad memories to me as well because those kind of things stay with you for the rest of your life when you see people that have been moved. And at the time of the accident in Chernobyl, they weren't allowed to take anything with them, like they were forced onto buses and coaches and whatever. And they just had to go in what they stood in. You know, so one evening I was watching the Ukrainian war and I saw the little children heading for the railway station with their parents and whatever. And they all had their little cats or dogs. And we actually have a cat, which in our painting, it's unbelievable, really and truly, it speaks to you, this image of the cat, because the child had to leave our cat behind. Of course. And I see the the image that you're talking about. I've seen some of the pictures online. And as you say, like it's it's harrowing to think that something that, you know, happened in in 1986, you know, is happening once again. History repeating itself. And these children are at the centre of it. Absolutely. Absolutely, Sinead. And it just came to me watching it. I thought to myself, my God, this is history repeating itself different circumstances but it is history the people are leaving their homes leaving and of course now they've no homes because the homes have been bombed but uh, in the days of the Chernobyl disaster they had to just go in what the clothes that they stood up in you know so it is history repeating itself and it brings my paintings together with what's going on today and then 
Oh, it really does. Yeah. yeah, it does, Sinead. You know, it so, really does. So you were, as you mentioned there, and I, I, I know from talking to you in the past, you know, about your, your time over in Chernobyl, particularly this first visit, you were given these paintings to take home with you. What a gift to be given. And they sort of, you, you had them at home, they were there, but you never sort of exhibited them before, did you? Never, Sinead. The two, when I got them, they were just little pieces of paper, mm. you know, and I brought them home and they were in the house here for a while and I thought, oh my God, I think I'll get them framed because, you know, they were very poignant to my trips out there. So I got them framed and from there they went into my attic. And they were over 20 years in my attic. So it's like it's like the past speaking to us now through those paintings and what's happening today in Ukraine. That's how I see it. Oh, completely. And what a lovely thing to do to get them framed and to treasure them as much as you have done. So you're going to exhibit them tomorrow. They're going to be on display in the Methodist Church in Drogheda. I understand you have quite a few dignitaries involved in this as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah, of course we have, because like people are really interested in it. And then through circumstances and the the concert that was here with the Ukrainian people, uh, now the ambassador is involved, the Ukrainian ambassador, and she is actually adding her photographs of the war when she was mm. out with Simon Coveney recently. So her photographs will be on uh, on show with ours this, uh, in the exhibition. Powerful pieces of work, absolutely. And you're encouraging everybody to come along to the, see the exhibition it opens tomorrow. What are you hoping that people will take away from seeing the work on display there? Well... <sighs> You know, I hope it touches the heart of people the way, you know, it touches us. And that's why, like, AD and all of us keep going out there because you just can't leave when you go there and see the circumstances that some of the people live in. And, of course, it's a lot worse now. Mm. And God knows when we'll ever be able to go there again. But we just keep hoping and praying and praying for the people in Ukraine because there's nothing else that we can do at the minute. But the Chernobyl Children International have a Ukraine fund and they're managing to get, you know, to the children that we look after in the orphanages. Oh, that's great. Okay. And so that's the exhibition. Part of that is the reason why we have the exhibition on you know, to highlight and this the other as well. thing. Sorry, sorry, Sinead. The other thing, my dream, because I, I just love the pictures, and you know, I had no idea it was going to snowball the way it has. But um, I'd love to have a little book done for the schools, so children can learn early about the dangers of radiation and I'm sure you know about the soldiers going into the Chernobyl plant. The Russian soldiers went in there and were living in there and started digging trenches in the Red Forest around the plant of Chernobyl and of course they've disturbed the radiation yet again. So the radiation levels are rising yet again. 
I, I absolutely and, and this is a huge cause for concern as you say and what a great idea this idea for a book no better woman to get behind and to spearhead a, a programme like that Isabel <laughs> absolutely I, I think what you're doing is is incredible I think it's an incredible way to keep the children who created this work and those displaced by war, war in Ukraine in our minds I wish you the best of luck with this thank you so so much for joining me today Oh, Sinead, thank you. You've supported us. LMFN have been behind me for the last 30 years. So thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I love what I do, but I can't do it without the people. So thank you. Absolutely. Pleasure to help you, Isabel. A pleasure. And that, that pleasure will continue. Thank you so much for joining us. Isabel San Roma, she's a wonderful, wonderful woman, inspiring lady. This exhibition is so, so important to see. It's going to be open to the public in the Old Methodist Church, Lawrence's Street, Drogheda, tomorrow. So that's from 12 to 5 and also Saturday, 12 to 5 and Sunday, 12 to 5 as well. Please do go down, see the work and support Isabel and all the work that she's doing there. So it's opening from tomorrow, 12 o'clock. 11 to 1. We are getting reports of a crash on the Bridge of Peace in Drogheda. The bridge is blocked there. Thank you so much, Texter, who got in touch with us there on 086 1800 658. So if you're in that area, just take care that the, uh, you know, the bridge is blocked. We will update you as time goes on, as we get more information. But thank you so much for that uh, message. Now, time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 774455. On this day in 2019, over a million people protest in Hong Kong over proposed new extradition laws to China. It was one of the largest ever protests in the city. And today is Donald Duck Day. Donald Duck is one of the most iconic characters of the Disney franchise. And on this day in 1934, he appeared in his first cartoon called The Wise Little Hen which is a retelling of The Little Red Hen so there you go Donald Duck Day today LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows Creating the perfect home is a journey Let us guide you Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms Discover more at senatorwindows.ie Westlife, when you're looking like that on LMFM's 11 to 1, we are talking about crazy celebrity memorabilia that people have because a piece of grass from Liam Gallagher's Nebworth concert at the weekend is going for more than €7,500 on eBay. Uh, this is coming in from, I think, Clarendon Shocklin in 086-1800-658. She says, my sister Helen has David Beggy, Mead players, football, dirty sock. Why? Why would you want, particularly the dirty sock? I mean, like, after a match, rotten. Oh my God, she must really love him. Thank you so much for that. David says, Good morning, Sinead. I had a jazz bar in Dublin years ago and Bono and Larry came in, had two pints of Guinness, finished and left. I had the two glasses, but I gave them unwashed to our lounge girl who begged me for them. I couldn't let her down, says David. Oh, that's such a nice gesture. What a cool piece of celebrity memorabilia. Um... Somebody else, uh, Helen and Trim, saying, uh, I would love, and she doesn't have it, but she would love a pair of Jurgen Klopp's glasses now that he's had the laser treatment on his eyes and no longer needs them. I love the way you put Liverpool manager in brackets, Helen and Trim. You know me so well. Not a notion do I have of sport, but I do know Jurgen Klopp. He's fairly famous, isn't he? 
Uh, but <laughs> thank you so much for that. Keep them coming in. Have you got any strange celebrity memorabilia? Is there any that you'd like from a celebrity? Uh, get, let, get in touch with me. 086-1800-658. Going to take a break for news. After that, we are rejoining Hazel Mullins, our vet, in uh, Vets and Their Pets. And also, I have some top TV recommendations. That's all coming your way very, very shortly. 11 to 1. There's Adele. Hello. Kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. You can get in touch 086-1800-658. Now, I will be getting to my TV recommendations a little bit later on, but there is some really nice news locally for two local mead ladies. The first, and it's connection to, uh, to television, the first is former jo- jockey and Dancing with the Stars winner Nina Carberry is set to join the coaching panel on RTE1's Ireland's Fittest Family. So it's going to be returning for its 10th season later in the year. And Nina is taking over for Derville O'Rourke who is leaving the show to concentrate on family and also her business commitments. So Nina is going to be joining with Davy Fitzgerald, Anna Geary and Dunica O'Callaghan as coaches, which is fantastic. And she says that Ireland's Fittest Family has always been a big hit in their house, so it makes it uh, extra special to be joining the lineup of coaches. She says she's big shoes to fill because she's a big fan of Dervil's, but um, she says, of course, I'm in it to win it. So there you go. Uh, apparently as well, the uh, fit family, Fittest Family coaches are looking for families to compete. So if your family has what it takes, you can apply now. If you head over to um it's Animo TV who are doing this. So it's animo.submit.com. You'll get the details there uh, for that. So Ireland's fittest family, that's Nina Carberry joining the lineup, which is very exciting. Also, big, big fan of this lady. Love chatting to her anytime she's on the programme. And uh, she's back again in another series uh, alongside her previous co-star from The Virtues, Neve Algar. I'm talking about late town actress Helen Behan. And this is exciting because Line of Duty producer World Productions they are uh, going to be producing this and it's very much in Helen's wheelhouse because... um People will remember she is a former nurse turned actress, but it's a medical drama that she's going to be starring in alongside uh, Neve Algar. And it's going to be directed by Boiling Points, Philip uh, Barantini. It's a great movie that's on Netflix at the moment. So it's called Malpractice and it's a five part ITV series. And it's going to follow Dr. Lucinda Edwards on a nightmare shift that ends in the death of an opiate uh, overdose victim as well. Uh, despite the support of her medical supervisor, uh, she uh, basically it's this kind of uh, into kind of a big inquiry and you know into her actions and how she performed uh, during the shift and leading the medical investigation are Dr Norma Callaghan that's played by our own Helen Behan and Lucinda's former colleague and another actor as well Dr George uh, he's played by Jordan Kahumi I think is his second name so it's going to be filming in Leeds at the moment and very much the producers behind Line of Duty Save Me and Vigil are behind it so delighted to see that Helen is back Uh, she's going to be on our screens in the next couple of months so we will keep you posted on that Uh, and as as I mentioned we will get to more TV recommendations later on Uh, first it's time to check in with the world of celebrity The Buzz on LMFM with thanks to the LMFM app download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go 
Hi, I'm Louise. The last instalment in the Jurassic World franchise hit cinemas this week. Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill and Laura Dern all return for Jurassic World Dominion. Chris Pratt, who plays Owen Brady, says the finale is epic. It is a massive movie. We truly have spared no expense. We have amazing action sequences. We have amazing dinosaur sequences. We have heart, humour innovative technology more dinosaurs than you've ever seen in a jurassic film new dinosaurs new characters the makers of top gun maverick are being sued by the family of the author whose story inspired the first 1986 movie they say that although paramount had the original rights to ehud yane's work it ran out by the time the sequel was released last month the studio says it'll defend itself vigorously and that the claims are without merit Davide had the pick of the girls in last night's episode of Love Island. Here's who he stole from the arms of another boy. So I decided to couple up with this girl because there's not just attraction. I mean, yes, she's a stunning girl. I felt uh, we really have a good time and I would like to know her more. So the girl I would like to couple up with is... That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. It's all heating up on Love Island. Is anyone watching it? I haven't watched it at all this season. Just wondering, has anybody watched it? 086-1800-658 if you have. Now getting back to the music, here's Michael Jackson. Or white, well, they're black or white or brown as well. We're talking about cows with Hazel Mullins, our vet, in our Vets and our Pet series just after these. The LMFM Vets and their Pet series. Brought to you by Highfield Veterinary Navin. Watch out for their new state of the art pet hospital. Opening soon in Beachmount Home Park Navin. For appointments, call 046 487. It's time to return to our regular vets and their pet series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic Beachmount Home Park in Navin and we have our vet Hazel Mullins on the line and this week we are discussing farm animals specifically the calf and apparently this is very common a vitamin B1 deficiency in calves. How are you doing Hazel? I'm great Sinead, how are you? I'm good, thanks, I'm good. Um, now tell us about this. Uh, this is a very common situation that you're finding in uh, in calves. Yeah, it actually is one of probably the most common calf call we get at this time of year. So obviously in springtime we get sick calves with pneumonia and scour and things like that. But at this time of year everything kind of quietens down and we get these kind of more unusual um, diseases kind of in, in presentations uh, occurring. So it it's it might only happen maybe two or three calves on a farm, or it could or farms can have an outbreak of it as well. So it's a very unusual kind of. I suppose the phys- physiology behind it is, is a little bit, um, I suppose, a bit more um, yeah, unusual and it's, it's complicated. But I'm going to try and make it as, as simple as I can um, to your listeners. So okay. calves need um, thiamine, which is vitamin B1, and they need that for their energy function. They need it for brain function. And same, similar to ourselves, the vitamin B1 is one of the essential vitamins. And how calves um, get that vitamin B1 not quite from, they don't get a lot of it from their food, from their intake of, of grass and, and ration. They get get it actually from the bacteria 
in the uh, rumen. So the rumen is full of this ba- these healthy bacteria that make um, the vitamin B1. And when calves get an episode of acidosis, so that means that they have maybe rich, rich grass full of sugars, maybe too much ration, too much sugar, and their tummy, the acid in their rumen um, increases, and then that, that kills off all of these good bacteria that are that are making the vitamin B1. So then they end up in, in a vitamin B1 deficiency. So then they're not, they're, they don't have it in their bodies, so then the brain, their brain function um, reduces and they actually get, they, get bl- they go blind oh, wow. from this. So, you, so actually when I'm called out to calves with CCN, they're stargazing, they're looking up at the sky, they're blind, they're away from, their, from the other calves, which is unusual because calves stick together. If you ever see calves in the field, they're always lying down together usually. Yeah. And one calf away in a corner can be actually a big sign this is something wrong. So they're blind, so they can't see where they're going. They can't find water because they you know, can't see mm-hmm. the, the water trough. So then they get dehydrated. Then they might fall, you know, they, they're, they don't know where the fence is, so they might fall into a ditch and they can, they can you know, get very dehydrated. And things can just escalate into seizuring and things. So it's a, it's a, really, serious, it's a really serious disease process. And, but there is ways of preventing it. And I'd imagine, has this got something to do with vaccinating the mother before calving or how does this uh, be prevented? You're learning, Sinead. I am, You're, I am. you're very good, you're very good. <laughs> but no, unfortunately not with this disease, no. Um, but with the other scours and um, rotavac, uh, rot- rotavirus, coronavirus, yes, you can do that with the moments. But no, unfortunately, this one is mainly to do with diet. So it's keeping the diet nice and not having these big sugar spikes. So making sure there's lots of fibre in the diet. So um, at home now, on my own farm, we leave out straw for the calves. Um, so they're on grass, but there's a straw in a, in, in a round rack that they can access. Also, you can add in like vitamin B licks. You can add in vitamin B to the water. Um, but actually, look, they don't absorb. They absorb a little bit of the vitamin B1 that way. It helps, but actually keeping the acidosis at bay is probably the most important. So making sure the grass isn't too rich. You're not pumping you're not feeding them too much ration and that they have fiber as well and that keeps the acid in the in in the stomach down really good tips and what about uh you know say the signs and symptoms as as you say there there's a couple of those the the stargaze and that kind of thing Mm. with treatment can any of this be reversed or is that like it's not a temporary blindness that's it they're blind kind of thing no thankfully a lot, I'd say 90% of the cases are temporary if we get to them, you know, within a, like without brain damage occurring mm-hmm. with the seizuring. So if you get to them within a couple of hours, you generally can reverse the blindness. Now, it might, might take a couple of days. So treatment would be IV um, vitamin B1. So if you, if you do see this in your herd, you call your vet and we would go out and we would administer IV vitamin B1. Sometimes we administer a little bit of steroid as well to reduce the inflammation in, in the, around the, the brain. And then also we would leave vitamin B1 with the farmer to keep injecting for a couple of days. And then generally we bring them in, indoors so we can, we can, the farmer can give them water and try and encourage them to feed. Because just when, they're, when they can't see where they're going, it's really important that, that we bring the food to them. Uh, so that's just the TLC around it. But generally a lot of them will make a full recovery within, with the, eye, the, the eyesight can take a week or two. But mm-hmm. generally they, they will, they, once they know... Once I'm happy that they can get to food and water, it's 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 a good sign, and then they can they can re- heal over time.
And and say then, does the farmers have things for testing kind of, you know, what's in the grass, what's not in the grass? Uh, are they supposed to be doing that all the time or how does that part of it work? Yeah, like a lot of farmers would, 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 would do grass walks on their farm and, and make sure that the grass isn't too high. And, you know, you can, you can test your, gra- your grass for minerals as well, which is always a good thing to do because it kind of lasts for once you do it once, you know, you don't have to do it again for a couple of years because uh-huh. you know the general minerals that are in the in the grass. So generally, it's just making sure that you're not putting your, your calves out on a really lush pasture with loads of grass and they're just access to a lot of it. And then having no fibre there as well is, is just one of these things that can just spike the acidosis in, in, in the calves. Yeah, because they just eat, don't they? they just, that's why it's called grazing. They just graze they and just graze. They just graze away and graze. And they don't know that they're, yeah. you know, causing harm to themselves. And it is important that we just watch how much grass we are giving and make sure that the ration, you know, generally when calves go out, you would be giving them a bit of ration because they're getting used to grass. You know, yeah. they've never been on grass before. So you need, they're used to ration when they're in the shed. So they're, they're on ration as well because it's it give them the energy to give them the the calories and they just need to get used to the grass but it's just fine balance between ration and grass and and it is for me actually as a vet like I've done a lot of you know I suppose research and study on on CCN because it is it's quite a common thing and especially in the, as a dairy vet you would see it and it's always one of these you get the call to the blind calf in the field and you nearly you're picking up the vitamin D1 bottles as you go out the door because you could nearly guarantee that that's, that's, that's what, what it is. is. Yeah. Mm. Now, lead poisoning can also cause um, blindness in calves, but generally it's, it, that's very rare. It would be kind of, you know, licking paint for, old paint from gates and things oh, like that. Yeah. But generally nowadays, because there's no lead paint anymore, it, it, it's CCN. It, it's, so cerebral cortical necrosis is the proper big name, but oh, CCN, that. <laughs> CCN is what we all call it as the colloquial term for it. So is there anything else then that farmers should be aware of when it comes to spotting the vitamin B1 deficiency and preventing it? Yeah, so I, I really would be looking out for that calf that's just not, not acting... Um, himself or herself and maybe just wandering away from the from the others you might just think oh I wonder is that calf okay but actually if you went up to that calf you may actually find when you put your fingers you know you if you kind of go at the eye with your fingers it's not blinking and that's a sign that there is blindness occurring and it's just developing and I think the earlier you ring the vet the, the better and and then once it's diagnosed we can kind of try and prevent it then with the with the with the diet and also maybe adding in uh, vitamin B1 to the water and things like that. Fantastic. Hazel, as always, thank you so much for all of that great advice. We'll chat to you again soon. Great today. Talk soon. If you want to get in touch with us, if you have a question about your pet, info at lmfm.ie and we'll return to vets and their pets next week. Now, sticking with farm animals and the Dundalk Agricultural Show is back and I have tickets to give away. I'll give you the details of that just after these. 11 to 1. The Dundalk Agricultural Show is back this Sunday, June 12th at Berlurgan Park in Dundalk. It's a day packed full of great activity covering everything from agriculture 
glamorous granny, best dressed, bunny baby, entertainment, arts, crafts, farming animals, food and trade stands and lots of free entertainment. There's a free children's zone. It's not only about farming, there's so much more. Under 16s and car parking is completely free. If you'd like to win some tickets, all you have to do is tell me an animal that you would find on the farm. Name an animal that you'd find on the farm. All you have to do is message that in with your own details to 086 1800 658 and have a pair of tickets to the uh, Dundalk Agricultural Show on Sunday in Belurgan Park in Dundalk to give away. So 086 1800 658. A bit of love on LMFM's 11 to 1. We have a message looking for a little bit of help here on 086 1800 658. This is coming in from Annette. She says, Hi Sinead, will you help me please? I'm looking for a line dancing group somewhere around Dundalk for a fun day event that she's hoping to organise. Can I put a shout out? So is there a line dancing group up and running in the Dundalk area that could I can put in touch with Annette? Please let me know on 086-1800-658. It's for an event that she's hoping to plan. So if there is a line dancing group around Dundalk, she'd love to hear from you. 086-1800-658. Now to the job search. LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. An engineering company requires mechanical engineering graduate for expanding manufacturing company in the Mid-Loud area. To apply, please forward your CV to Tommy. So it's Tommy DeCourcy. So the second name is D-E-C-O-U-R-C-E-Y at orielattachments.com. Meath County Council requires an executive engineer to apply. Please see current vacancies on the Meath County Council website for information booklet and an application form there as well. And Seapoint Golf Club are looking to recruit a full range of hospitality staff. Please email antoinette.gregory at seapoint.ie for all of the details. And don't forget, all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Now, on a Thursday, we normally have TV recommendations and I have quite a number here for you today. Now, don't worry, there's no Love Island in the mix. But there is a brand new series starting tonight on Virgin Media More. It's called La Fortuna and uh, it's a new drama series and it's exclusively for Virgin uh, TV customers starting at 9.45pm. Starring Stanley Tucci, you know, from Devil Wears Prada. So many movies. I absolutely love him. Uh, So he is... uh, The series tells the story of Alex Ventura. So he's a young, inexperienced diplomat who has inadvertently become the leader of a mission to recover the undersea treasury stolen by Frank Wilde, an adventurer who crosses the world, looting common heritage from the depths of the sea. So in the first episode, we learn that Captain Frank Wilde has found a treasure inside an old sunken uh, frigate somewhere at the bottom of the sea. Meanwhile, Alex is struggling to adapt to his new job at the Ministry of Culture, unaware that his life is about to change. I did manage to track down for you a trailer for this uh, on on uh, YouTube. This is from La Fortuna season one. Here it is. The sonar detected it a minute ago. They don't look like rocks. Release the shark. Look. Oh my God. Those are not shells, boss. If you remember the beginning of Titanic, they find nothing but wet paper. Tengo que ver al ministro. 
I think we just got a little bit luckier. ¿Qué coño pasa? Es sobre Atlantis. Eso es. El mayor tesoro submarino. Don't worry, don't worry. There is subtitles in there as well. La Fortuna starting uh, on Virgin Media More. That's tonight at 9.45. Looks quite good if you're into kind of period stuff as well because it goes back and forward in time. Looks quite impressive. Now, this is really interesting. It happening Monday night, RT1. Charlie Bird, loud and clear. It's going to be RT1 Monday night, 9.35. So it's a documentary following uh, the veteran journalist and his wife, Claire, as they dealt with the implications of his diagnosis with motor neuron disease in October 2021. So that's on Monday night. And then on Tuesday on Virgin Media 1 at 9pm, this looks good, kind of a bit of a reality TV dose of reality TV and a little uh, uh, reminder of Love Island in this because uh, Maura Higgins is involved in it. But it's uh, famous faces cook up a storm week by week in a bid to outdo their rivals. Each of the celebrity contestants are paired with a professional chef who will monitor and teach them to prepare restaurant quality dishes. And uh, there's going to be, um, it's presented by Emma Willis and Tom Allen. And as I mentioned, you've got um, Maura Higgins in there as well. It's on on Tuesdays at 9pm and that those are my TV recommendations for you. There's Top Loader dancing in the moonlight. Just a reminder that we are looking, we are on the lock, lookout for a line dancing group somewhere in the Dundalk area if at all possible for a listener. So if you're part of a line dancing group near in and around Dundalk or you run one, get in touch with me here on 086 658. Going to take a quick break and we're back with music from Relish. 11 to 1. Just want to remind people about Pound the Pavements because LMFM are teaming up again with the Lay Than Me, the branches of Down Syndrome Ireland. We want to get you out walking or running over the next few weeks and raising much needed funds for local Down Syndrome organisations. So we're asking you to register for Pound the Pavements by logging on to myrunresults.com. All you have to do is walk a minimum of 21 kilometres between now and the end of June. Registration is €10 per person or €20 for a family and all of the details are are on lmfm.ie or you can log on to dsilmb.ie to find out more about what the run is involved in the run and also to find out more about the services that these guys are offering. So that is happening now until the end of June and thank you so much to everybody who's signed up so far. Earlier on we were talking about weird and wacky things that people have bought and auctioned off belonging to celebrities. This is a really weird one. Before he was famous for uh, catchy pop tunes uh, British musician James Blunt tried to sell his sister on eBay oh yeah he says the stupidest thing I've ever done is sold my sister on eBay he was waiting for his first album to come out ended up pretty much selling everything he owned on eBay and he said he had a mild addiction that's only half the story though apparently the idea behind his plan was to help his sister get transport to a funeral in Ireland so Guy Harrison a very wealthy man who just happened to own a helicopter won the bid took her to Ireland Three years later, they got married. Madness. Madness altogether. Thank you so much to everyone who joined in the conversation on that weird and wonderful things that you own from celebrities. Absolutely brilliant. Um, we are almost uh, time up on the show, but I want to say congratulations to Aoife McGinn. You are going along to the agricultural show in Dundalk. Thank you to everybody who entered. We will be doing the competition again tomorrow. I have another pair of tickets up for grabs. But that is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. We leave you at relish. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1. L-M-L-M. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.